Welcome to the Crypt Talk Podcast, all things cryptid, conspiracy, and paranormal. I'm Madison, a content creator and journalist. I'm here to dig deeper into the many unexplained mysteries of the world. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, if you missed last week's podcast over the Yeti, you can access it right here on my profile. Also, I just want to say that my diffuser's going and it's raining outside, which makes it super cozy in here for me. But if you guys hear any background noise, it's probably either the rain outside or the whistling noise that my diffuser's making. So anyway, let's get right into it. This week, we are staying domestic, but traveling up to the Northeast region of the United States to cover a topic that I am super excited about, the Jersey Devil. Picture this. The year was 1735 in the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey. One of the first New Jersey settlers, Mother Leeds, had found herself pregnant for the 13th time. After hearing the news that she was pregnant, she raised her hands up and exclaimed, Let it be the devil! On an eerie night a few months later, Mother Leeds gave birth to what appeared to be a healthy baby boy. However, within minutes of giving birth, the curse that Mother Leeds had wished upon her child and had since forgotten about began to manifest. The baby began to morph right before her very eyes. It transformed from a normal baby boy to one of the most hideous creatures the world has ever seen. It began growing exponentially and sprouted horns on its head. Claws that closely resembled talons ripped through its fingers. Bat-like wings opened up from its back and hair and feathers grew up all over the child's skin. The creature's eyes began glowing deep red as they grew bigger and bigger. It then began to attack its own mother, savagely killing her before turning its attention to the rest of the family, who cowered in the corner of an adjoining room. It attacked every family member and midwife in the house, injuring some and killing as many as it could. Those who survived the brutal attack then shuddered in fear as it turned to the chimney and flew up it, leaving nothing behind but a pile of rubble. The creature then fled into the nearby pine barrens, disappearing into the darkness. Legend has it that the Jersey Devil still lives in the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey and terrorizes anybody who is unfortunate enough to come across it. Wow, isn't that just one crazy story? You know, the Jersey Devil is also referred to as the Leeds Devil because of its family name. I thought that was really interesting. I wonder what people in New Jersey call it or if many people in New Jersey even believe in the Jersey Devil. Anyway, joining us now is a young lady who claims to have had an encounter with what she believes to be the Jersey Devil. Welcome, Mackenzie, to the podcast. Now, Mackenzie, I understand that you're from California, but you were visiting some relatives for a summer camping trip in New Jersey when you had the encounter. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so, like, I'm from California, like she just said, and so, like, I was in New Jersey because we, like, went to go um, visit my family or whatever, and so when we got there, they said it would be, like, fun or whatever if we went camping or whatever. Okay, that's very interesting. Can you tell us about what happened once you were in the woods? Okay, so, yeah, so, like, we got up to the woods, and we, like, set up our tents and stuff, which I was really upset about because, like, I'm a YouTuber and a social media influencer, so I didn't want to go because, you know, like, that would mess up my editing and posting schedule, but I just, I guess it was okay because, like, it gave me some really good vlog content. Now, just to be clear, vlog means video blog, correct? Yeah, it's like a day in the life or whatever. Okay, great, continue. Yeah, so, like, we got our tent set up, and we ate dinner and stuff, and everything was normal until we went to bed. What happened when you all went to bed? So, I was about to fall asleep, like, in my tent, and I heard, like, a weird noise coming from outside, and I was all like, um, that's weird. What kind of creep would be messing around in the woods in the middle of the night? Like, that's so weird. And so, I put on my Burks, and I went outside with my vlogging camera and my flashlight. 
Just to clarify, you went outside to investigate because you thought it would be, quote, great vlog footage and possible clickbait, end quote. Right, so, um, once I was outside, I kept hearing this noise. And so, like, I was trying to look around for, like, what or who was making the noise. And then, like, all of a sudden, I heard, like, a scream or something coming from behind me. And so, like, I turned around and I, like, pointed my flashlight up at a tree because that's where the noise was coming from. And sitting up there was, like, some sort of, um, like, monster thing. Literally, it was so scary. So, anyway, when I pointed the flashlight at it, it, like, flew down from the tree and literally came right at me. And so, I ducked down to the ground and, like, dropped all of my stuff. And I felt like it went right over me so then I like stood up and picked up my stuff really quick and looked and it was just like flying away and it made this awful screaming sound like literally it was awful so after that um I felt my arm like hurting and so I looked down and there was like a scratch like through my sleeve and onto my arm and I was like bleeding like seriously how rude for real rude Wow, Mackenzie, that was a very interesting story. Thank you for being brave enough to retell it. I know it can be hard sometimes. Now, I understand that after the events of your camping trip and terrifying encounter, you went home to research what could have attacked you. So what did that research reveal? It was the Jersey freaking devil. Like literally as soon as I Googled New Jersey wood monster, like that was the first thing to pop up. And it literally looked just like the monster thing that attacked me. Like seriously, it was the Jersey devil. Like actually it was, actually. All right. So, Mackenzie, just to be sure, was there anything else it could have been? I mean, it was dark that night. How can you be 100% sure of what you saw? Oh, I'm like a million percent sure. I even have footage of it, like, literally as soon as I got home and I researched it and then I found the Jersey Devil and then I, like, went back through my footage and compared it side by side with the Jersey Devil and, like, it all makes sense. Like, literally, we were in the same area of, like, where it lives and, um, like, yeah, like, my footage looks literally just like the images of the Jersey Devil. So, yeah, like, I'm pretty certain of what I saw. Wow, that was all very interesting. Definitely some good things to think about. Now, if you all want more information on Mackenzie's story, you can check her out on YouTube, where she documents her entire camping trip, including her footage of what very well could be the Jersey Devil. Her video also includes footage of her torn shirt, her arm scratch, and the events after the encounter. So I just want to say thank you again to Mackenzie for coming onto my podcast. I really do appreciate it a lot. Yeah, for sure, girl. Just like call me up anytime. I'd literally be so happy to do it again, girl. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Eve, a lifelong expert on cryptids. She has completely devoted her career to investigating and researching unexplained beings. She has previously worked with many television networks to contribute to various documentaries about these creatures, as well as releasing her own book on the subject. And although she's from London, England, she lives in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and frequently goes on various field research missions to try and uncover more about cryptids. Please welcome Eve to the podcast. Eve, it's wonderful to have you here. Thank you so, so much for having me, Madison. It's really a pleasure to be here. Sure, anytime. Now, Eve, I understand that you know everything there is to know about the Jersey Devil, so can you share a bit about how you began studying cryptids? Right, so after high school, I went to Michigan State University in Lansing, Michigan, here in the States. I got a bachelor's degree of science in zoology, but during my time in college, I knew that my true passion was creatures that were rumored to exist. So yeah, all throughout college, I would spend most of my free time in my dorm studying cryptids, and they were all super interesting, but the Jersey Devil always seemed to spark my curiosity. Wow, that's super cool. So what happened after college? Right, so after college, I wanted to remain in the States because that's a prime location for field missions with all the different terrains. 
However, I really wanted to be a little closer to home so it wouldn't be as big of a hassle to visit London or have my family come visit me. So after I thought about it for a while, I decided to move, the, move to Philadelphia. Now, why did you choose to move to Pennsylvania instead of somewhere in New Jersey, since a lot of your research would focus on the Jersey Devil? Well, yes, although I love researching and going on field missions for all cryptids, about a quarter of field expeditions I've been on have been to research the Jersey Devil, so I do spend a lot of time in southern New Jersey. But I had visited Philadelphia once before while I was in college, and I immediately fell in love with the city. And since I would be spending a fair amount of time in New Jersey, I wanted my home to be somewhere else so I could experience as many places as possible. After all, the drive is only about an hour long from home to most of my field locations in New Jersey. Wow! Now I understand that another reason you chose to live in Philly was because you still wanted to be easily accessible for use of your zoology degree. Yes, so even though my main career focus is cryptozoology, I still love all animals and enjoy working with zoos to put my degree to use. The zoo I work the most with is the Bronx Zoo in New York. I love how involved they are in animal conservation, and the drive is about 15 minutes shorter from Philly than it is from Atlantic City, which is where I would have lived if I had chosen to live in southern New Jersey. Wow, what an interesting story. Now let's get into the Jersey Devil. Have you gone on many field missions in the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey? And have you found anything during these expeditions that lead you to believe that the Jersey Devil is real? Right, so about six months or so ago, I was on a solo of overnight expedition in the Pine Barrens, and at about 1.30 in the morning, I heard this hideous sounding shriek coming from about 200 feet to my left, so of course I immediately began to investigate, cautiously of course. So I was holding my thermal camera and I had a GoPro attached to my safety helmet for evidence documentation. And I was heading towards the spot of the noise and all of a sudden this thing flew up from the ground and fled towards a group of trees in the distance and when I was reviewing my footage I found that I have clear evidence from my thermal and my GoPro that shows that the creature was the same size and stature of the Jersey Devil. Of course I had previously had other evidence such as documented noises, habitat sightings, prints and testimonies but this encounter was by far the biggest piece of evidence I had gotten considering it was live and thermal footage. So after that I started putting together my collection of evidence which will be released in a book in just about a month or so actually. Wow, that's amazing! So if you're listening and would like to purchase Eve's book when it comes out, you can look for it in all major bookstores on June 1st. Alright, now I have just one last question for you. What do you say to people who don't believe in cryptids, despite evidence that scientists and cryptozoologists like yourself have collected? Well, I can understand why people choose not to believe in cryptids or even conspiracies, because it's definitely harder to believe in something before you've seen it with your own eyes and other people might just not know enough about them to make a clear decision. But all I have to say is that evidence doesn't lie, especially in cases like myself. My whole career is cryptids, so I wouldn't lie about something that literally pays my bills. And I definitely wouldn't waste my time looking for these things if I didn't have a very good reason to believe that they do actually exist. Wow, that's very interesting, Eve. Thank you again for coming. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> no problem. Again, guys, be on the lookout on June 1st when you can buy Eve's book out there. Again, I just want to give a huge thank you to Mackenzie and Eve for dropping by today. The next episode of Crypt Talk will be out next week, and it's a good one that you definitely don't want to miss out on. 
Something to think about right before we leave is that gorillas were once considered mythological creatures, so get out and explore. You never know what you might find. See you next time on Crypt Talk.